sometimes I, I get a little weary You're listening to the Egypt Pentecostal Broadcast. We pray that something is said in song or message uh, that is a blessing to you. Our church times are 6 o'clock Sunday evening and 7 o'clock Wednesday night. Our motto is, if you're looking for a church, we're looking for you. May God bless you. Stand at the foot of this mountain. I can't even see the top of you.
chapter 26, verse 6. The Bible says, Now when Jesus was in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, there came unto him a woman having an alabaster box of very precious ointment and poured it on his head as he sat at meat. And when his disciples saw it, they had indignation, saying, To what purpose is this waste? For this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. Turn with me to verse 14 in the same chapter. Then one of the twelve, called Judas Iscariot, went unto the chief priest and said unto them, What will you give me? And I will deliver him unto you. And they coveted with him for thirty pieces of silver. I want you to notice verse 16. And from that time he sought opportunity to betray him. Go with me to verse 19. And the disciples did as Jesus had appointed them, and they made ready the Passover. Now when the even was come, he sat down with the twelve. And as they did eat, he said, Verily I say unto you that one of you shall betray me. And they were exceeding sorrowful, very upset, very bothered is what that means. And began every one of them to say unto him, Lord, is it I? And he answered and said, He that dippeth his hand with me in the dish, the same shall betray me. The Son of Man goeth as it is written of him. But woe unto that man whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It had been good for that man if he had not been born. Then Judas, which betrayed him, answered and said, Master, is it I? And he said unto him, Thou hast said. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body. Thank you for standing. Appreciate you standing for the word of God. I think it needs to be referenced at all time, don't you? Amen. I try my best to stand every time somebody reads or preacher reads the word of God. It needs reference. We stand for the pledge, don't we? Put her hand over her heart and shame on you if you don't. Can I get an amen right there? <laughs> Hallelujah. I, uh, ever since Brother Brian asked me down at the store, been a couple weeks ago, I think two or three weeks ago or something like that, I believe, he's planning his little trip, wanted me to come over tonight. And um, again, it's a, I love coming over here. Appreciate you folks. Uh, but I, I get the Lord just begin to deal with my heart. I'll be honest with you for ever since he's just been, uh, just been dealing with me, stirring. Y'all preachers know what I'm talking about. Uh, when you know you're going somewhere, you want to pray and ask God to help you. So uh, I don't I don't know how long I'll preach. I, I'm too fat to preach long, so don't worry about that. Uh, but I, I do want to preach the burden of my heart. And, and that's all I've got, and that's all he requires, and that's all I've got for you tonight. But, but, but I, I'll just be honest with you. I'll just be honest with you. I, I, I want to get into, I want to get, I want to get on the inside of us tonight if I can. I want to. Ah, I'm the kind of preacher about the majority of my messages is victory. I like to get in. I like to encourage. And this is encouraging tonight also. But I just want to encourage you in a different way. And this is what I want to preach tonight. The Lord help me. Amen. I like to preach on heart problems. Heart problems. Now, I'm not talking about this old natural heart. And I'm sure there's some that would could stand up and testify tonight. And say, yeah, I've got problems with my heart, maybe a blockage, maybe, you know, a, 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 a out of rhythm or maybe an extra beat 
or, or maybe, you know, some folks have, has, have suffered with maybe heart problems, blood pressure. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the old inside man, that old heart that nobody can see. And that's what I'd like to preach tonight. I know it ain't a deep thought, and you don't have to have a deep thought every time, but it's what I'd like to preach to you tonight, the Lord help us. Uh, when, it, when we was reading here in the beginning of chapter 26, the Bible said Jesus come into Bethany, and he was eating uh, at the uh, uh, at, at a person's house, at, uh, the priest, the high priest, um, and he come in just for a dinner. And the Bible said that he was in the house of Simon the leper. And the Bible said there came a woman unto him having an alabaster box full of very expensive ointment. The very it's very high dollar ointment. You can read it up and study it and look at commentaries. It's very high. Sold for a lot of money back then. Uh, and the Bible said she had this alabaster box of very precious ointment. And the Bible said he poured it on his head, and it went all the way to his feet. And as he sat and ate, he, she anointed him. She prayed for him. Um, but I want you to notice something where I'd like to get to tonight. The Bible said when his disciples saw it. Now, I know, I'll well, just get into this. I know sometimes that we think, and, and, and I know I've read commentaries upon commentaries, and I have, I've read and I've studied this time and time again. I've preached from this part different times of different things. But the Bible said we, we, we all think this was Judas and Judas was amongst the twelve. But we always kind of pinpoint toward him. But I want you to notice here in the word of God. The Bible said when his disciples, it didn't say Judas, it didn't say one disciple. The Bible said when his disciples saw it. That means all of them. The Bible said that they had indignation. Webster says indignation is a type of anger or it's an annoyance. It is sometimes provoked by what is perceived as unfair treatment. It also means resentment. It also means disgruntled. It also means outraged. It also means irritated. It also means offended, or to kind of put it in our kind of language, it's getting your feathers ruffled a little bit. Can I hear amen? You ever hear that old saying, get your feathers ruffled? Kind of get stirred up just a little bit. Uh, uh, but, but we find here that if we just put it in our kind of language, the disciples saw it. And the Bible said they had indignation. They got their feathers ruffled a little bit. They got offended a little bit because the Bible said they said within themselves, to what purpose is this waste? This is nothing but a waste. It's a, it could have been sold. It could have been put toward the church. It could have been this and it could have been that. It could have been given to the poor because of so much money. We could have used this. The Bible said they all looked at it and they all had indignation. But I want you to show you something here in, in the Word of God. The Bible said that when uh, when one of the twelve called Judas Iscariot went unto the chief priest. I understand maybe all twelve of them seen it, but there was one in the bunch that really took it to heart. Can I get amen? Can I say that I've got my feelings hurt before? Have you ever got your feeling, you've ruffled, your feathers ruffled a little bit? Have you ever been kind of hurt or, or you didn't think it should go that way? And, and, and man, you, you just kind of brush it off a little bit. Now, I've been hurt before and, and been cursed at and been accused. I've had the door slammed on my face while I've been preaching. Amen. I've, I've even been threatened to be killed while, I, while I've been in the church. And that's all right. And, and man, I could have really took it to heart. I could have threw in the towel. I, I could have quit. I could have said, well, there ain't no need of preaching. Amen. 
Amen. But can I tell you, friend, I didn't let it go in here and settle here. I let it went in here and out the other side. Can I hear it? Amen. There's a difference, friend. Amen. When you hear something or you get a little upset or offended, amen, make sure it just goes in this here and out the other. The problem is, friend, is like Judas when it went in here and it didn't stop over here, but it kind of dwindled down and got in his heart a little bit. We find here the Bible said the other living kind of just discarded it and after Jesus began to tell them what the reason of it was, they kind of forgot about it and went on about their way. But we find here there was one in the crowd, amen, that really took it to heart. And the Bible said that he went unto the chief priest and he said, what will you give me if I would deliver him unto you? And they and they coveted, they mean that they waited, they give him 30 pieces of silver and the Bible said from that time on he sought opportunity to betray the Lord. Amen. Can I tell you friend, amen, what a problem. Amen. What a, what a bad situation to be in. And we find here that Judas, amen, brother Junior Morgan had that in his heart. Amen, brother Lawrence, he had it deep. Hey, wasn't nobody seen it. The other 11 didn't know it. Sister Mamie, he was just acting like any other old preacher. He acted like any other saint. Amen. Can I tell you, we think that Judas was a bad man. Judas was this. Judas was that. You read in the beginning when the Lord called him, the Bible said he anointed every one of them. He ordained them, one part of the scripture said, all 12. He laid his hands upon them. He touched them. He gave them the anointing to preach the gospel. Judas was a good man or God would have never called him. Can I hear an amen? God ain't never called a sinner to preach. Amen. But can I tell you, friend, he always calls us saved. Amen. Judas was saved. He was a good man. He was an anointed. He was ordained. He would have the right to lay hands on the sick and the demon possessed and they would recover. But friend, I want to tell you something. It don't matter how good you are. It don't matter how good you can preach. When you get something in your heart, my friend, I want to tell you, that's where the danger and the damage begins. The Bible said, then one of the twelve, he went by himself, didn't ask nobody else to go. But I want you to notice here something. We read this very quickly and we can point things and pull things out of the scripture. But the Bible said, and the disciples did as Jesus did. They made ready the Passover. They came in the evening and sat down and began to eat and sup and fellowship. Began to talk one to another about the day, about what was getting ready to come. Or I don't know what. They might have been talking about I really don't know. But amongst them sitting there, while they was all gathered around, Judas fit right in just like any other disciples. Nobody knew he had anything in his heart. Peter didn't know he had anything in his heart. Bartholomew didn't know he just left the priest and had 30 pieces of pretty silver in his pocket. Come on now, Matthew didn't know that. Even the other disciples didn't know that. But he sat right there amongst the preachers in the church. And nobody knew a thing what was going on in that old boy's soul. But can I tell you something, friend? They may not know. 
But there was one in the crowd, friend. Woo, hallelujah. Them other 11 may not have had an inkling or a clue. And brother, they may not have heard the silver jingle in his pocket. But they didn't have to be the first jingle for the Lord to know. Hallelujah. Can I hear an amen? It didn't matter who in the building knew, but the Lord knew. For the Bible said, he said, Verily I say unto you, that one of you, he didn't pinpoint anybody out. He said, there's one of you that's sitting amongst me who shall betray me. And the Bible said they begin to ask amongst themselves, Is it I? Amen. Stand up there, Lawrence. Come here, Rusty. Come here, Tylen, T.R. Amen. Come here, T.R. Amen. I want you to begin to say, Is it I? Look at each other. Ask if it's you. Amen. Is it me, Lord? Is it I? Amen. I wonder if it's Lawrence or, or Rusty. Man, I wonder if it's old Tylen. I wonder if it's T. You all know how we wonder. Stand here, boys, a minute. You know how we wonder when something like that happens. Uh, we all time scratch our head, uh, and it's real easy to look to somebody else, ain't it? Ain't it easy to blame somebody else for your own trouble? Ain't it easy to kind of look and scratch your head uh, and point fingers at everybody else uh, and you know the whole time in your heart uh, that it's you? Can I hear an amen? Uh, amen. It's easy sometimes, uh, amen, Brother Chris Cunningham, uh, to put all the blame uh, on everybody else. Uh, hallelujah. Can I hear an amen? Uh, that's why they begin to ask, uh, who is it? Uh, is it I? Is it me? Uh, and nobody knew uh, but the Lord. Man. Hey, James. Look over at Peter. Kind of looks suspicious, don't he? Don't he? Look at him. He's always a, you know, he's messed up a few times, ain't he? He has. Ain't he? You remember that time he jumped out of the boat and almost drowned? You remember that? Remember that time he he just messed up. He just been kind of a, just, I don't know. Let's look over to, look there. Old Bartholomew, it's probably him. You remember, you know that? You, it's probably Matthew. You remember he was a tax collector. It's probably, that's the one, ain't it? Yep, he's a, he's a, he's a taking, he's a stealing, he's a doing something. Old Judas sitting over here all by himself right here. Hey, Bobby, and they begin to ask the question. They wonder amongst in the room, who in the world did it? Jesus didn't pinpoint anybody. He said, but there's one in the building. Sit down there, boys, if you can stand if you want to, if you're feeling that good. Hallelujah. How easy. It's real easy. Hear me now. It's real easy to come through them doors at Egypt Pentecostal Church and have stuff in your heart and hide among the church folk. It's easy done. If one of the anointed, the 12, can do it, you can do it. If one of the 12 that walked with him and eat with him and loved him and, and laid over on his breast and eat and, 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 and was with him day and night, if he can hide it from the church crowd, we can hide it from the church crowd. And nobody knows a thing. Now, you all might as well amen me here. Nobody knows nothing. Not even the other preachers in the building. Not even the sisters or the Sunday school teachers. And sometimes we can even hide it from the pastor. 
Because sometimes we like to, but I'm telling you what, it's easy done though. Amen. But I'll tell you, you let somebody else fall or fail or trip up just a little bit. And sometimes they'll be the first one that stands up and points fingers. Amen. And point out everybody else's fault. Can I hear an amen? It's easy to point out the struggles and failures of each and every one across the building. But my friend, it really is a man or a woman. If you'll stand up and confess that it was me and not ask the question, who in the world is it? Is it I? Is it I? Is it this one? Is it this one? My friend, we know in our heart. You know right now tonight in your heart if something's right or something's wrong. But my friend, I'm here to tell you tonight, we'll never, ever hide nothing from the Holy Ghost and God and His precious Son, Jesus Christ. Can I hear an amen? Hallelujah. We all got problems, I realize that. I ain't ain't stupid. I ain't crazy. If you don't know that our nation ain't got problems, go turn on your news or YouTube. Get on Facebook a couple hours. You'll see what kind of mess we're in in our nation. Our state, our county, our city, our neighborhood, our family, our friends, our job, even our churches. But another one we don't like to talk about, it's ourselves. It's easy to talk about everybody else, but it's difficult to talk about herself. Hallelujah. The problem of it is that uh, Judas knew he had a problem. Judas knew he had sin in his heart. Judas knew there was something right. There was just something wrong in there. Amen. Judas knew it the whole time. Amen. That he had indignation. That he had something in his heart against the Lord. He knew the whole time the problem was. uh, He wasn't willing to admit he had a problem. Uh, He was just going to take care of himself, friend. Uh, I'm going to tell you something what it'll do. Uh, Amen. We must confront them. Uh, If we want to conquer them, uh, you've got to face yourself head on. Uh, Amen. And realize, I want to tell you something, friend. Uh, I'll tell you what a small sin uh, ain't small. A small sin is a great sin. Amen. You can have sin. Amen. In your heart, friend. And I've got news for you tonight. You'll never ever see the gate of that beautiful city that we sing about. It's heaven. If we have sin in our heart. Amen. Can I hear an amen? Oh, Lord. Harboring secret sin will eventually ruin you and kill you. It eats just like a cancer. Some folks, they don't even realize they've got cancer to years later. And it's eat them up so bad that it's fourth stage and almost death. They was telling me about a fellow the other day that just found out he had it and didn't know he just going like everyday life, Brother Chris. Amen. And they give him just a few weeks to live. Amen. And they buried him a few weeks later. And he didn't even know he had it. Amen. I want to tell you something, friend. There's a big difference in that and having sin in the heart against the Lord. Amen. Amen. I'll tell you what it'll do. It'll eat like a cancer. It will absolutely destroy you. It'll take you down. I mean, it will bury you. Amen. Belief that cold sod. Amen. My friend, not only that, it'll stand between you and God. You can be right in the presence of the Lord. 
You can be right in the midst of shouting, a hooping, a hollering, a getting in. You can get right in the middle of a good old fast song or slow song. Amen. Hear me. Amen. I'm telling you what the Lord's trying to do is trying to pull you. Amen. But my friend, if we're not careful, while the Holy Ghost is moving, the Spirit of the Lord is moving, we'll go right out them doors with the same problem. Nobody knows about it. Amen. Ain't nobody on the pew with me knows about it but me and the Lord. Amen. Friend, I want to tell you something. I'll tell you what it'll do. It will absolutely destroy you. It will take you down and crumble you if we don't get it out of our heart. Bible said you did run well who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth take us the foxes the little foxes who said that say it one more time when I walk spoil the vine It's not the big sins that we think. It's not the stuff that you're going to catch me down at the liquor store buying liquor. And me proclaiming to be here on Sunday night and Monday, you catch me up at the liquor store in a little bit. That ain't what I'm worried about because guess what? I know Monday morning, about 15 days, I'm going to be there right in the middle of the city of Bond. Opening up a little old discount grocery, cutting baloney probably. I ain't worried about that. Not in the least. You'll never catch these four wheels in a liquor store. Won't, won't do it. You ain't gonna see me up the local drug dealer, not unless I'm witnessing. That'd be the only thing I'd be there for. You ain't gonna see these big sins. But you can't tell, you can't tell right now what I've got in my heart, if I've got anything in my heart. Do you know? have a clue but honey the good Holy Ghost knows oh he knows Lord I'm feeling the Holy Ghost here he knows in the midst of all these church people what Todd Hignott's got in his heart if it's right or if it's wrong I got it Amen. Just, just, just to clear the air right here. I'm gonna clear it out here. I ain't got one thing in my heart that I know of right now. Somebody's preaching to you that would hold me, that would hold me back out of God's heaven. So don't think I'm a harboring no secret sin. Amen. I want to tell you something. I don't know anything right now. Amen. In my life. Amen. Hear me. But can I tell you, friend? We're none of us perfect. Amen. Can I hear an amen to that? Amen. I want to tell you something. Amen. But let me go in tell this too. I've had things in my heart, friend, that I knew that was not right in there. And I knew that if I let it take root, and I knew if I let it begin to grow, and I knew if I let it watered it and I fed it, and I dwelled on it and I suffered with it, I knew that it eventually choked the life right out of me. So I prayed it through at an old-fashioned owner, and I got it out by the root. And God touched me. And God delivered me. And God 
God freed me from that. Can I hear an amen? Therefore, I say unto you, what's, what things whatsoever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. And when you stand praying, forgive if you have an ought against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you for your trespasses. When you stand praying, forgive. And if you have aught against any, that one will get down on everybody's level. We might as well go ahead and confess. You ever had them little things in your heart against people? Jerk your halo off there, sir. Get your, get your little wings off there, sissy. We ain't holy. You, you ain't made it yet. Have you ever had that? Have you ever had them little things in your heart? And I'll tell you what to do. It'll hinder you from singing. It'll hinder you from preaching. It'll hinder you. Hey, listen, I've had to pray hard over it, buddy. You don't think I have. And I know my father-in-law, mother-in-law, wife has done the same thing. We've had to get down and call on heaven. Ask him to take it out. Of, we don't want no part of it. Does it still hurt? Oh, dear God of heaven. Yes. Amen. When you see that person, does it hurt?